Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Ready, we're doing it. It's Sunday night. I have makeup all over my face because I was on TV on the Big Ten Network. Nebraska basketball emerged victorious. This is not a Nebraska-Arkansas Pine Bluff game recap pod. This is a Nebraska-Wisconsin recap pod. Nebraska lost 15-14. to couple of questions I have for you. I assume you were at the game. First game I did not. I think first home game I didn't get to go to. Oh. Or maybe one of them. Yeah, so we ended I figured, up. I figured you were going to go last home game of the year. You wanted to go support. Didn't have a babysitter, so okay. ended up being a uh, dad had to stay home. and Okay. Yeah, it was fine. Early game. I did, so I did have to. It was funny. We didn't have. I had to try to sell tickets, though. I don't know how to do that. I, I literally drove down there at 8 in the morning. No, you didn't. In the cold. Found, no, you didn't. Found a, the, like, how does the that scal- work? I found the scalper guy. Like, the guy that that's the what he does. The scalper coordinator? He was like... This guy, he was like, this is what he no, does. Really? You know, okay, this, yeah. there's usually 50 of these guys. There's like two. So, like, you couldn't find... I thought you could just drive down, you know, you know, OQP... <laughs> 10th street and there'd be like six guys like i need tickets tickets, need tickets or selling tickets and i couldn't find one guy it was the one guy right by memorial stadium and so i I literally was like you know you're trying to sell tickets and he's like he's you know he's going bro it ain't looking good six (laughs) dollars online i'm like but we got him sold we got him sold he wanted we had good tickets he tried to go he tried to go six bucks for it he tried to tell me i'm not getting much but he wanted those tickets i never felt like because Trevor, at one point, what is the legality of all that? Of scalping tickets? Yeah. Like, oh, it's all good. Because there always seems kind of like, you know, it almost seems kind of like you you in there doing something like, you, you, uh, I got two in the balcony if you need it, but shh, don't tell nobody, no. You know? I'm, I'm trying to remember, was it like maybe like a Simpsons where like the guy, the first guy in line, like, I'll take 30,000 <laughs> tickets. You know, he bought every ticket. <laughs> it's like, He's like, can I pay you later? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It was but I don't, I think that's where you'd worry oh, about it. I think so, for the most part, scalping is like, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, you bought the ticket at some yeah, point. I mean, it's your sell the right. ticket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Without the express written consent of the National Football League. I, uh, I didn't know if you braved it. Looked like it was cold in a mug out there. I mean, I, it was cold. I was just, you know, I was like, I had to trot down. The, yeah, I was like, you had to run almost to stay warm. Oh, that had to have been brutal. It I is. Mean, my, that's a cold. My dad's. Day. My dad, you know, was telling me because it was real cold. You know, he got, he's got all his hunting gear, so he he's, oh, he knows, he stays warm. He but he says the most people outfit. don't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, most people don't. Right. But he said people stayed stayed to the end, and you know, yeah, it was a good well, game. So it was it was close. So. Um, but you at least got to. So we got our boys Mark Jones and RG three again on the broadcast. They sneaky. nothing crazy. RG 3s keys to the game though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of they're growing on me. I gotta be honest, they're growing again, on me again. When at one point it was like an enormous part of the game, like in huge parts of the games, like RG 3s eating a burrito yeah, at he was one point, a big burrito, and he was like, "This either make you feel good or make you go to the bathroom." And so you know. <laughs> He's had two lines now in two weeks that you're like, can you say that? All right. 
Well, did you see the, the, tri- the fuzzy gloves? The and- fuzzy gloves. Did you see the trivia question? They had to. Oh. They, had, they had to do the. Well, the one was way. Too, it was the last two uh, interim coaches. So well, the Aflac stepped it up, but then they gave RG three. Which name the six states that surround Nebraska? Oh yeah, that's right. And he 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 finally confessed that he had to Google it. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, it became him and Mark Jones where it's just like we're in Nebraska. Who the hell knows where? What's funny about Nebraska is, I think people from Nebraska, if you were to say, "Where is this state at in the United States?" Right. We would get it if, you know, maybe you mess up Vermont and New Hampshire, maybe, or maybe it's like, oh, is that Rhode Island? Is that, you know, yes, that's where people may miss people from the coast. If you say, where's Nebraska? Some of them will be like, they'll point to Arizona. They'll point to Oregon. I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, and you don't want to call those people stupid to their face, but isn't that the same as being stupid? (laughs) Yeah, right? So, I mean, I get we're centrally located. I, we kind of have a better understanding. Yeah, but, but people, I mean, Nick, they don't like they don't understand what's in the Midwest, what's down south, no, what's Texas, what's how, Arizona. Like, how, do you, how are you that off where people are like, what's Nebraska? Is that border New Mexico? It's like, what? I mean, they, li- they must not know where anything is. Yeah, but I, I, RG3, at least he was able, he Googled it, and he was able to get the six states that, that surround it, but... Well, with Google, it's hard to with Google, it's hard to mess that up. But shouts out to RG three and 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 Mark Jones. But see here, thing RG three played at Baylor. You got it. You can't tell me you don't know what's around Nebraska because you play, you play Kansas and Kansas State. Yeah, you, I mean, come you on. play Oklahoma. How do you not have a general idea he, of he did he play Colorado or he must have just not played Colorado? I can't remember now, but he is he's fantastic. I've, I'm actually, they're growing on me as a team. <laughs> growing. Oh they're, they're just ridiculous. I was so pumped when they were on. Oh, um, okay. I mean, the game was cold. It was, it was, the game ends. Wisconsin wins 15 to 14. I mean, I, Nebraska led 14 to three in the fourth quarter. This is, by, by the way, I, this is by far the least amount of prep I've done for a recap pod. So just, we're, we're just going to, uh, we're going to kick back and let it rip here. Nebraska leads 14 to three in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Wisconsin only led the game for 35 seconds and won the game. Nebraska gave up 15 points and still lost. It's Nebraska's 25th one score loss since Frost took over since he arrived. 25. Now, be honest. I, I, Ne- I always felt like Nebraska was not going to win. Even even late in the game, as the game was progressing, when they were up late, I just ne- I felt like not only because Nebraska's lost twenty five of those yeah. games, but also th- I just felt like the way Wisconsin was running the ball and the way Nebraska wasn't running the ball, it was just a matter of time before those two things reared its ugly head. Did yeah. you feel like? It- yeah, I mean, I didn't feel like we were ever out of the woods. I mean, I, you felt good in the game. We were we were. You know, we shut them out at half. We had a lead. We had a lead going into the fourth quarter. Yes. Which when was the last time we've done that? Almost never, right? Yeah. Um, it was weird. I watched that game. I rewatched just the fourth quarter, and I was just watching like our first down runs and like our like you know just every decision of like what play we're going to run. Who can't block? You know, right. I just wanted to kind of go through that. And I just started thinking about that. And every time we're in a close game, is it mostly the fact that we can't 
dependably run the ball. It's amazing you wrote that out because I wrote close games dot dot why is it all O line? O line seems I wonder to be, if it's that. It seems to be if there's anything if there's one position group that we have to just say like gosh, it just seems like if they don't go well, you can't come back for a win because you can't protect like in the last minute every time we got to drop back it's a sack. But then you can't close a game because you can't well, we need to run. Right. We need to get a couple first downs. Right. So we can hand it off. And it's not like we we couldn't even get like a one-yard run. No. We were losing every, like, first and first and 10, we'd lose a yard or two almost every possession. Yeah. It was, it was unbelievable. Yes. And so then you go, nobody else does that. I've never seen that from other teams. Wisconsin, I mean, they're... It's not even a thought in their mind. Right. I think you and I over the years have talked about, and I do think this, I mean, multiple things can be true at once. I think for a while you and I have talked about how, you know, elite Nebraska's lacked elite difference making players and that's led to some of the losses. Yeah. But I also think a lot of it can get whittled down to offensive line. I mean, I think one of the things, the, the telling one was Nebraska comes out onto the field in the fourth quarter, four minutes and 58 seconds left. They start at their own 10 yard line. They're up, what would it be, 14 to 9, right? And you're like, okay, four minutes and 58 seconds left, four-minute offense, god damn it, like... Getting like blow them off the ball. Let's get a couple. Let's get a yeah. get a first down or two. And now Wisconsin, who hasn't proven they can throw the ball, like here we go. First play is a Anthony Grant three yard loss because he gets tackled immediately. Yeah. So now it's second and thirteen, and you're at your own seven. And Grant actually has an a, a unbelievable run to escape penetration to gain six yards. And then third and seven, it was interesting. I didn't know. Did you think they should have thrown the ball there? Or would you have run the third and seven? They threw it. It was incomplete. So the whole, the, they ate about 90 seconds off the clock and punted it right back to Wisconsin. And then that becomes the touchdown drive that, that wins the game. But did you, the third and seven, would you have ran it? Would you have, what? That, that, that's when I, I would go, I go back and forth on because, I was also feeling like our defense was was at that point getting tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we needed to get a first down. Um I just like I think I'm more frustrated that like it's first and ten and we lose two yards. It's so it's second and thirteen from your seven now. Yeah. It's, and so at that point, do you keep the clock running like I think that's a coin flip play. I, I'm not gonna get overly I'm concerned not, because yeah. at the moment I was like, I think we needed a first down here. Right, like if we're gonna win, we need to we need to keep the ball. And the best way to do that is a throw. I mean, some people yeah. said I heard some people criticize the play call. If you're gonna throw, throw something that you know it's like a screen, a, something that is going to at least you're gonna catch it, not stop the clock. Yeah. So you're kind of like getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. I mean, you throw a bubble, you throw a bubble, or like they threw like a uh, it's kind of a difficult. They were like yes. down the field right. routes, kind of interesting. I mean, not like I said, I don't want to. I mean, too, what I, too I don't about I don't that, think but, I mean. I think more than anything, that whole fourth quarter, like we we were not even a th- we were not a threat. We were not a threat, and that's the part where you got to be a threat. Yeah, no, I think I really think this game, and it's not just this game was kind of the microcosm of just really really illuminating how the difference in this game was Nebraska's offensive line. We were better than them at skill positions. Maybe I mean they're running back. A little bit better than yeah, our running back. Maybe, I'd say the maybe? running back. I'd say, well, I'd take Braylon Allen, a healthy Braylon Allen over 
Anthony Grant. Yeah, but, but not by a ton, just by a little bit. Like, yeah, he's and, good. He's better. But, but, like, their tight ends, their wide receivers, Graham Mertz. I would take Casey Thompson over Graham Mertz. I would take, like, yeah. You, well, I mean, listen, I mean, I think I texted you this. That's the worst Wisconsin team since Nebraska's joined the Big Ten. I mean, that is not a very good team. Their defense didn't necessarily impress me that much in terms of, like, who they had, like, skill guys. Like, I look at our defense and their defense, I'm like, call that a wash. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, call it a wash. I, w- I would thought they had been better than they were. Maybe their defensive line was better than ours. But, right. um, God, it was just felt like their O-line compared to o- our O-line was just so night and day different. Yes. I mean, that, that's, that's the game. Gosh, it's... It, and it's funny. It's just funny that's where your head went because I thought, like, man, maybe this whole time I've gotten caught up, and I'm not wrong, and you're, you're not wrong because you're with me, in the whole, like, you need more elite, you know, you need an Amir Abdullah, you need a Randy Gregory. Those sure. are the guys that win games, but, like... I'm just the the biggest problem this program has is its offensive line, and it's gotten worse though. Yes. Nick, that's the part that we got to be honest with is you look at their lines from you know last year and then the year before. Like I think they were better, right? And we thought those lines weren't good enough. Yes, that's the problem. Is like we're they're consistently getting worse, and they can't. Pat, it's not that they can't run the ball. I mean, they can't protect Casey Thompson. Is I it, it's. You know, Nebraska only scored 14 points, but you watch that game, and Casey Thompson is just like, he, he is so valuable. First of all, he ran, he ran like the most he's run all year, and he kind of ran tough, but like the play he made on third and seven inside the 15 to escape and hit Vokalek, and Vokalek then breaks a tackle, yeah. and then the very two plays later, they hit Palmer for the touchdown. You're just like, God damn, Casey Thompson is. A baller. Uh, Maybe we need to talk about Casey right now because if it's not clear that, like, this guy's a real quarterback, like, I don't know if he's a pro. I just don't know if he's a pro, but he's a guy that, you know, we're almost to the last game of the year and it's an uncertain offseason. He has the opportunity to come back. And he walked on senior day, but he said, you know, if I'll come back, I'll walk again. I mean, to me, it's like, God, this, I think you find a way to keep this guy, right? Yes. I mean, there there are a handful of, what, a jeetered sleep with women and then give them, like, the gift bag of, mm-hmm. like, a jeter. Like, we need to give the Nebraska gift bag to, like... Let's give him a gift bag. Give them a, it needs to be, like, <laughs> Hartzog, Hausman, Casey Thompson, Trey Palmer. Uh, even, do, you know, you wonder where guys like Reimer, uh, Garrett Nelson still has a year, I believe... Yeah, and those with the COVID, like those guys, you need to go get Jeter gift bag those dudes. Well, I'm, I mean, th- this is what's it's so unique about this moment in time is, I think this is the first year where it feels like every team around the country right is bo- it's on uh, it's free agency now, right? Like true free agency about like more than last year even. I think it's like people are more organized and the national people are talking about well, you you know. We, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with this guy. Like, he's like a junior that's like a starter, and you're like, we don't know what's going to happen. It's like, what are you talking I know, about? I know. Like, right. I mean, you saw like even they're going they, pro. It's just like, it. they might leave every year if somebody will pay him more. And you just go, oh, God, that's free agency. Yes. Well, it's I mean, even true free agency. Braylon, they, they ran the little thing on Braylon Allen in the game of, of people. You, you, Jim Leonard kind of accused certain teams of, of maybe yeah. tampering with and trying to lure Braylon out. I mean, it's, it's yeah, you need to be thinking about you, that stuff. Trey Palmer, if Trey Palmer doesn't go pro, I mean, Nick, every team everybody's in the country. Gonna, everybody's going to want that guy. I mean, if you're, if you, you know, you got to deal with like these Texas A&M's of the world to say, Trey, what about a million? Right. Just come, come here. Well, you know, like, 
You were cold as shit in that November game. Come to come to College yeah. Station. It's not going to be like that. And here's a million bucks. You just got the top ranked quarterback. You know, like that's yeah. the stuff they're. I know you're going to be dealing with that stuff. I, I know. know. I know. It's uh, it, it's going to be interesting. The Dick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors by Pella won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. I, I do think, as we're kind of bouncing all around here, what's amazing about that game, though, is usually you you and I turn on these mics after these these games and we're like, oh, Nebraska can never catch a break. I actually thought that game... Every break. Nebraska caught every single break. Wisconsin and the game did all it could to hand it to Nebraska. Like, yeah. So... Couple of I just first of all the 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 biggest one one of the biggest one the false start on Wisconsin's third and goal at the one yard line where they have to settle for a field goal. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin also missed a thirty nine yard field goal. Um, I thought there were two really really shaky penalties on Wisconsin on Nebraska's touchdown drive in the second half to go up fourteen to three. Yeah. The targeting call. I, I guess I'm lost because that also knocked out their best defensive player. Yeah. I'm confused on targeting because he hit him with his shoulder. If you hit him in the head, so if, if somebody's sliding and you hit their head, even if it's with your head in, their sh- in your shoulder, it doesn't matter if you hit their head. I guess I so always you thought you could it, hit him with your face mask on their shoulder pad, right? And you're probably I, not going to get a penalty. It's if you hit their head, so it's at any point. Okay, because I maybe that that's on me. I felt like targeting initially was trying to get rid of the head to head. It is shots. It is like. Crown of the helmet, head to head, um, or if they're defenseless, if you hit their head and they're defenseless, right. it's going to be a penalty. It's just so hard. I don't know. I mean, because Hausman almost got, I mean, the yeah, Graham he, Mertz had to go like Neo and get like yeah. flat. I mean, you know, Hausman came in. I think Hausman like, kind of, at the Hausman last Hausman like second, levitated like, at yeah. the last second, went David Blaine on him. But like, I... I don't know. That, that's such a hard situation. You played linebacker. Here comes Chase Daniel out of the backfield. You got to come down. There's no, you can't be like, hey, hold on, Chase, real quick. We, we sliding. I, we, I, we, my, some of my favorite plays were like when the quarterback, you just got, and you I'd, sh- I'd hit him in the head with my head. <laughs> like, that was the idea. I mean, I'm taller too. So, like, right. what am I going to like drop down? Like, right. I'm hitting you in your head. But it's also like, I would think that it's your big chance to like, Here's the QB. I'm gonna. Uh, this guy came out into the wilderness. Oh, I'm a wanna, light. I'm a. Oh, you came out into the. You want to knock him out? I mean, yes. you do. You want to knock him out of the game? Right. And so it's a In weird the spot. Way you can. Yeah. I mean this with all sincerity. Want to knock your fucking head off, Chase Daniel? But the, <laughs> no ill will here. But I wanted you out. I you wanted know? you out of the game. <laughs> but so okay, the two shaky penalties, the targeting call that was bad, and it knocked their best player out of the game. The roughing the passer call. That Nick. We got every break. We got every break that game 
I thought some of the calls, yeah, were not good. They all, everything went our way. Braylon and Allen got hurt. The they had the one diving catch in the fourth quarter that they ruled a catch that I'm not sure I saw any replay that looked like it was conclusively not a catch. Yeah. Uh that gets overturned. And it's just it's amazing how we can't sit here and play the the boy, Nebraska just couldn't catch a break card. Nebraska cut every it seemed like yeah. every moment that could have gone one way or the other it went Nebraska's way and they still couldn't get it done and that's I think that's where this bringing it all back to the offensive line I think it probably that seems to be we thought it was just we need a couple more ballers we thought it was you know you right. name it the quarterback needs to just be better and take care of the yeah. ball like maybe some of that was falling on Adrian where and, and again it's that's like not wrong it, but it, the one thread that has not been good for four or five years now is like our offensive line can't protect and then we can't run the ball when we need to like when you're down you got to protect when you when you're up you got to run the ball seemingly we don't do either when we need to do it right you know like we do it when we don't need to do it and i feel like it's a little easier for me to understand why like for years up until like maybe the last couple where you've had a teray and now a palmer but really it's easy to understand in Lincoln, Nebraska, how it would be hard to have a great crop of wide receivers, mm -hmm. right? Like that's a that's a position group that you can kind of go, well, hard to get those guys here, whatever. I don't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me why Nebraska, like how, how or why is Nebraska's offensive line as poor as it's been? I don't, because honestly, their recruiting rankings for their O-line like haven't been terrible. I don't I guess I'm trying to figure uh, it out. I don't know, know if what? it's a scheme thing, it's a coaching thing, it's a development thing, it's a Zach Duval thing, it's a I, I don't know. Nick, I don't know. I don't know cuz seemingly we've gotten, you know, like the I mean our two highest guys have been probably Corcoran and and Teddy. Mhm. Mm um and and like they're probably the the best we've got, but the other guys haven't been like that low in rankings, but I mean, like nobody else can really, right. Nobody else seemingly is like what I even even call like average right now. Like they're playing below average football. And then that's, what's hard is like, you can't find five guys over the course of five years that can contribute to be like a solid offensive line. I don't understand it. You know, it's like, I, I really, I don't understand it yet. Yeah, rushing yards, Wisconsin ran for I think I wrote two thirty five. Wisconsin ran for or uh, Wisconsin ran for two thirty five. Nebraska ran for sixty five. Uh, again, time of possession. That's thirty seven minutes, twenty three minutes. Think about like, that. So think about that time of possession. Like we have a lead the whole game, and we let them absolutely dominate the time of possession. You yes. know? Like I mean, to to almost you know it's it's. Dude, it's that's the part that I just I'm trying to understand, like big picture thinking, like why why we never get that right. I don't understand it either, and it's it's just it really it it really was on full display in that game. That game more so than there. I mean, there's been bad. They've been bad pretty much all year, but there's something about that game that just felt like wow, this is the code red offensive line game. Yeah. Where Nebraska had no business losing that game, yeah, and and again Nebraska is not even that good, but the one thing you got it like 
the defense, it is now again, you know, you can say, well, listen, man, they a couple t- they when they needed to bow up and get a stop, they couldn't do it. I mean, but uh, but here's what I'm saying: they did it for three quarters. Like you give them three, you get three quarters. You don't basically give up anything but a, a field goal in three quarters. It's like, and they're do, one do they're something two, offense. You know, like their their touchdown, their two touchdowns were. Tell you what, though, I'll say, Graham Mertz didn't do much, but he made two really big plays. His the their first touchdown, the scramble. And he throws a laser. That, like yeah. it actually felt like it was pretty good pass rush. But that's a play where you sometimes you just shake the other team's yeah. hand and go, "Great play!" And then he makes the big play, hitting their running back out of the backfield on the final on the yeah. on the final drive. But like really outside of, it's hard to. They gave up fifteen points. They gave up fifty points, and they gave up. I mean, they gave up too much on the ground. I would say, but they didn't give up any like long runs. They get like their longest run was that Braylon uh, Allen like. 20 yeah. yard run right. where he was like hidden. Our guy got it's a weird sequence. Our guy just like lost his eyes and lost contain. Uh, the cornerback did and, and he, he squirted out. But I mean, other than that, like they didn't get away. Um, so you got to give our defense like it wasn't like super impressive in the sense of they were just like destroying them. Like they were getting, I think, blown off the ball a little bit, but um, they didn't give up big plays. And if you don't do that, you bend and don't break. They miss field goals. All of a sudden, you got a 14-3 lead in the fourth quarter. Like, you can't ask for more than that from this defense this year under these situations and the offense. You just, you got to, like, you can't ask for more from the defense. You can ask for more out of the offense. Yes. Just be respectable running the ball. You just have to be respectable just lining up, not allowing penetration, Pushing forward for two or three yards, staying on track, giving yourself a manageable third down situation, and eating up clock. And I'm just like, it's not that hard. No, it's not as hard as they're making it look. Right. I just the 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 defensive turnaround. And again, it's hard where it's like, well, Nick, they rushed for 265 yards. It's not that good. It's like, yeah, I I, I hear you, I do, but I, three points in three quarters. The last couple of games, I mean, from from yeah, Purdue they struggled. Give I'll give you that. Yeah, but Minnesota, Illinois, Minnesota, and even Michigan, and now against Wisconsin, I can't really say that they were. They're making these teams earn every like they're making them earn it. Right. So it's it hasn't been beautiful, but they're making these teams earn it, and that's what I appreciate about it. Like when you make them earn it. Like a four yard four, like it's yeah. you better play mistake free. And so these teams like Wisconsin didn't play mistake free. Merch throws the pick, you know, right. sets up our score. So that's a philosophy. You make them earn it. It's the hard way. Do it the hard way. And yeah, Michigan did. Good. Yeah. Good for you, Michigan. Right. But we're also like, that's where our offense has to to come to the party. It's just it, it's I don't know. That game I I found myself, I think I texted you this, that game of all the games that have happened, that was the most, like it happened, the game end, and I just kind of felt nothing just because I think we talked about the Adam Sandler click thing of like, at this point, especially with like, I've seen enough of this situation, yeah. That's but here's what's hard is... I also don't want to disrespect the guys on defense that are fighting their ass off, and even like a guy like Casey Thompson who's hurt and fighting his ass off. Casey's and fighting, Bo, you know. Like so there, there are some guys that are fighting, but there, it's just 
it's it's at the point where I I think there are a lot of people that are just like, just who's the new coach going to be? I'm ready for the next iteration, next version of Husker football to occur ASAP. And so it was it was a weird game to watch. You feel like you've watched it a million times and you get numb to it. And you're just I'm just ready for what's coming next here. And I mean, a week from today, we're taping this on a Sunday night. I mean, there's a chance we know a week from right now who the next coach is. Yeah, there's a chance that that's a that's a reality. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know how they don't go one. You know, it'll be Black Friday game. Most teams are going to be playing on that Saturday. Right. To me, it's if it's not announced by Saturday night, or at least it's not out by. I mean, they probably by that Sunday the announcements got. I mean, you think they're bringing the coach in on Sunday? Yeah, you you would you would assume. Yeah, you you would assume there was there was an announcement. Mark Stoops got an extension, so I mean, cross him off the big board. Kleiman is close to getting extension. I don't know if that actually was finalized he or not. Probably he would be because he's got the AD there. I think he, that's where he might be off the board. Um, boy, Dave Aranda and Baylor almost pulled off a, a great win against TCU. Oh, they didn't pull that one out. No, they TCU. TCU. You, you should watch the end of that game. TCU had an unbelievable with the clock running. They ran their field goal unit out, got set, and kicked a field goal to win the game. Like it was wow. pretty impressive. So. Yeah, because we we talked about how we have it's been so quiet. We haven't seen these extensions for these coaches. Um, but yeah, you would think by by Sunday. I would think by at the latest Monday, there's an announcement. At the latest, at yeah. the latest, this yeah. thing's got to move pretty quick. Um, with you know, Hausman and Hartzog, we've talked about this a little bit. Like those two dudes, like. You got to find a way to hold on to those two guys. Well, Ernest, so Ernest is a Columbus kid. So to me, it's like I don't see Ernest being like, uh, yeah, what type to- that wants to go into free agency? You know, he it, just the fact that, like, <laughs> I just think, like, if you're from Columbus, Grand Island, Garney right. or North Platte or Hastings, like, you're sticking with Nebraska. Right. So, but uh, isn't it amazing though? Just two games, the last two games, like Ernest Hausman's stock went like, ching, like. It's a, I know you can it's, you can see in him that that dude's he's going to be a player. Yes, I know because you weren't. I mean, it, it's hard early on. He just you could tell he looked. He was just a freshman. You could tell he's like, eighteen. He did. He was like I can't. You know, your eyes are big, but I mean, he he's playing against Michigan. He's playing against, against Minnesota. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And he's like, he's, like, he's looking like it. looking great. Uh, anything else with the game that we're missing? <sighs> but did you feel like? I mean, I get Whipple's kind of the 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 whipping boy of the of the moment. I don't think I mean listen, I'm not Mark I don't I don't love how he calls plays. I also kind of feel like you, you see this offensive line. I mean, I don't know I'm not sure it, what to think. I just think and it feels like a waste of time because it's like right now, like I can get up in arms over certain things, but it's like, well, this is all coming to an end in a week anyway. Yeah, in so a week I mean, it is. I I just think what we've learned from this year is like if your offensive line isn't really good, like a great pass block, it's just hard. To, it's hard to even. What play are you going to run? You tell yeah, me. I mean, for, all, like, for all the and we want to throw it, but we it. can't pr- protect either. So it's like I, I just feel like we're not giving ourselves a chance to win by the way we play or something, and that's where I'm kind of struggling. I know, and and listen, he can. I think his play calls don't help that. Yeah, but at the same time, like okay. 
and we're guilty of it. We've we've ripped on some of Whipple's play calls. Like every armchair offensive coordinator right now, couch offensive coordinator. Like what what plays you want to run? Yeah, we we don't know run better. the ball. Well, they can't. Yeah, we we don't know better than Whipple, but it's also we just talk about philosophies. Like this guy likes to throw the ball. Yeah, he wants to throw it. Running it feels like a burden to him. I felt more critical of him without when Casey Thompson's not in the game and you're tr- still calling plays yeah. like Casey Thompson's in the game. Then I think I can become our armchair Nick. That's you know, my couch offensive coordinator Nick can come out and criticize. But when Casey Thompson's in the game, yeah, I don't know. Their it's, best chance to ever move the ball and score is with Casey throwing it. Yeah, we can be. We can look. You know, we did the the revisionist the revisionist history of this season. I mean, there's a couple of games we probably can go. Do we win if we just if we just you know, especially when we ha- when we could score, right? And we weren't, you know, I don't know. We weren't thinking big picture. Those are the ones that be. It is like amazing for how flawed this team is. They should have beat Northwestern. I, it's hard to play the shoulda, coulda with Georgia Southern, but like they still were right there. Yeah. They should have beat. Like if Casey Thompson doesn't get hurt, they easily could have beat Minnesota and Illinois. Mm-hmm. And they easily should have beaten Wisconsin. And I think this team is not good. That's why, you know, something I, I, I wrote down, I wanted to ask you. I have a bunch of different things as we'll kind of bounce around as we'll wrap this thing up. What has this season done? for the timeline of expectations of the new coach. Because there's a lot of different ways you can go with that. If you view it on only focusing on Nebraska, you could you could go, boy, this, this they got a long ways to go. You got to rebuild the offensive line. You got to rebuild the defensive line. That takes time. Got a long ways to go. But I also think you could shift the focus to what's around Nebraska and I think now. Granted, the division isn't gonna. The divisions aren't gonna last forever here with UCLA and USC coming in. I, I think the Big Ten and the Big Ten West seems as weak as it's ever seemed to me. Like I don't think in outside yeah. of Ohio State and Michigan, and I could throw Penn State in there a little bit. I think all these teams are like painfully average. I mean, the offenses are terrible. I mean, it's it's a, it's pretty amazing how bad the offenses are. In the Big Ten West, what it's unbelievable. It's 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 bad. It's really not good. I mean, I was going to win the division. I was going to go, and that's. I also think like I, I did kind of laugh at everybody that was ready to. You know, people were ready to fire Ference and write up his obituary and run him out of town in the middle of the year. And uh, it's like they, he won the big. T- he won the Big Ten West last year. He's going to win it again this year because yeah, because they it's, do what they do, and it's a winning formula. It's not pretty. It's ugly as yeah. And all, this offense is like especially horrific. Yeah, but like. But anyway, so I guess what back to the question has what has this season done? Like, do you feel like, boy, I, you really got to pack your patience and it's going to take a while, or I, are you the other way? I now? mean, so five years ago, we thought if it's not if it doesn't work with Frost, it's not going to work with anybody. I think we've all come around and be like, that's not true. It can work with somebody else. Yes, uh, and you would think that right now that it would be a, well, we need five or seven years to build something. The reality is the Big Ten West is down. Yeah. And this NIL portal thing, you kind of can get a dang near new team every year if you really do it. I mean, Michigan State is an example. Illinois is an example uh, of like yes. you bring in a coach 
And in two years, like Illinois, Illinois was Illinois was this close to going to the big winning the West this year. Yeah, I mean they really they've lost a couple close games here in the last few weeks that have right flipped it. Yeah, flipped it. But I mean they were in control for most of this year, and they're an example of like the right coach. You get a couple of good players in the right spots. You know, good defense, good line, and play smart, good football. Like you're in every game, chance to like win a bunch of games in a year. I've, and Nebraska's not, you know, you, you you add a few pieces to this team and you'd think, gosh, we could win. What is the, help me out with the right analogy on this, because here's, with with the new world we live in with the portal, things can change fast, like you're pointing out. But here's what doesn't change fast, is your offensive line. Probably true. I, so, so what's the portal like? What's the what's amount that of in, portal players that have been off? I feel like it's way, way, way less. Like, what's some store where you can go in there and like, like they got? You can go to the portal store and you can find you a Trey Palmer. You you can you can find a Casey Thompson. You can find maybe even a pass rusher. You like th- there are certain guys you can go in there and find, but what don't exist in abundance in the portal are difference making offensive linemen. You got to like do that yourself. So I don't know. It's like you got to, it's like a pizza store, a pizza topping store where it's like, well, you know, you got to, you got to make the dough and bake the dough yourself. We got all the toppings you need in here, dog. Yeah, you like, need any toppings. We, like we sell toppings. <laughs> so tons of toppings. Now the dough, the dough's another story. We ain't got the dough. <laughs> we ain't got the dough. <laughs> But you want toppy pepperoni, you got the cheese, peppers, you do the Hawaiian thing, you know? You, we got the Canadian bacon, we got the pineapple, we got we got mushrooms, uh, onions. Sir, you don't have the dough, sir. It was like, no, we ain't got the dough. No, we do not have Man, the dough. Man, I ain't got time. You think I can just give you the dough? What, dough growing trees? <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of what, the, that's where it's hard. Because I sit here and a part of me wants to say like, man, I look at the rest of the West and I think about the portal and I think like, man, this thing can flip in a hurry, but it's the pizza store where it's like the, you got to do the dough yourself. Cause I'll say this, I'll say this. I don't know if you've watched the dough being the offensive line. Yeah. And even a little bit of dough on the defense, on the D line. Let me tell you something. You gotta make a little bit of D rolls too. The D, you know, they're they're not pieces. They're they're, the rolls. They got right. Yes. The crescent the roll. Cr- the, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to get the, the breadsticks with the pizza. <laughs> you got to do all that yourself. But that's... Got to get your own dough. But see, like, when we brought in a couple, you know, portal transfers to the defensive line, like, interior, and, like, the drop-off when Robinson and, and Feist See, come yeah. out, it's like you can almost guarantee they can run the ball on us as soon as those guys went out. And we thought, oh, look what we got. The D-line, like, the, the off-season... Look what we did award went to Nebraska again. Uh, the reality was we were buying toppings and we never made you can the buy dough. dough. Maybe they have dough in there, but it's like, you sure you want the dough? That dough. That might uh, be. This dough right here got a little mold on it. You know that, what dough, that dough, that a dough looks gluten-free to me. But. <laughs> but that, okay, that's the analogy though. So that's what I struggle with, with moving forward. It's like, I am confident Every year, you can go into the portal and find you a Samari Torre, a, a Trey Palmer. Yeah. Like you're gonna find good enough pizza toppings. Yeah, but without the the dough, the foundation of 
in particular the offensive line, but also the defensive line, there is a non-negotiable level of amount of you got to go to the ingredients, you got to roll it, you got to do it, you got to bake it. Like it, it takes, takes time. time. Yeah, like sometimes like my wife was making uh, these, these certain kinds of rolls and like you had to like let the thing sit out over, like, you know, like let, yes. let it rise overnight. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, yeah, let the bread rise. I was like, but that's, I didn't, you know, that's, but that's, that's, that's it. alignment. It takes, it's going to take the three years of development. And I mean, Here's the other thing with linemen too. It's like especially off like they're a unit. Like they're kind of yeah. like they seem less likely to transfer to me because it's like they work as a unit. That is true. So to leave the unit, you're kind of like a traitor. <laughs> yeah. You it's rare that like there'd be a mash unit. Like think of like in ninety-five or ni- like Uyghur just leaves. I feel like all those guys would be like I was just thinking Oregon I State was the place Zach for me. Wiegert, I will find you. And, and I will kill you. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. I mean, basically, if an offensive lineman leaves, the rest of the line becomes Liam Neeson and Taken. Yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they're going to go bring him back and <laughs> rescue him. That's not happening. But you're right. Like, there is, and it's weird. The O lines, there's this weird, you, you very rarely, one guy is just like, I'm out of here. Yeah, especially not if he's a good player. Like yeah. that's kind of so. I don't know. Maybe things will change. The thing about yeah, this, maybe this portal. season, this portal season, it's like I feel like they. It was like it's been like a two year process to where like everybody's got their ducks in a row. Like you know the everybody's got their companies. They right. got their their nil pools. They got like right. It's known. It doesn't feel like it's as as dirty as it maybe felt two years ago or a year and ago. What are the so transfer portal windows? Like there's these new transfer portal windows too, where it's like December 5th is when like the portal opens or something. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the timeline, well, but that's the other part the transfer of transfer windows, which will go into effect in the time of the 2022, 2023 season will allow 60 days per year for the athletes to enter the transfer portal and maintain immediate eligibility for first time transfers. Oh, so, so first time, at least, I think that's good first time because if you do that every year, that's insane. It's a disaster. Yeah. But, but, uh, split into two periods. Okay. But you're right. It, it, so, so for me, and I don't even know what this topic really tackled, but for me, I'm like, I can look at Nebraska and think, man, they're, they're, they have a long ways to go. But then at the same time, I can look at the rest of the Big Ten West and kind of go, man, this division is so yeah. not that good. And so that makes me think that Nebraska can get it going relatively quick. But then I think about the the non-negotiable level of time it's going to take to build up the trenches. Yeah. And it it makes you go, well, maybe this is a it's it maybe it is a two at the earliest. Because even for as good as Bielema and Leipold, boy, did they get it going. They're still gonna win like six or seven games. And at this point, that would be exciting for Nebraska, you know. Terribly. But which is which is crazy to say out loud. Um, the other thing I wrote down, biggest surprise, can I wrap, can I, I wrote this down like a week ago, biggest surprising things with this season. Cause I kind of feel like once this game hits, we're going to take this, th- we're going to take this season and we're going to like put it in a thermos and go like bury it in like the New Mexico sand somewhere yeah. and just be like, we're done with this thing. Like oh Walt God. and Jesse would hide like money out in like the middle of like, yeah. or a body out in the middle of nowhere. We're just never, we're going to forget about it. So like biggest surprising things this season. Thing I wrote down first, just the fact that Frost was fired three games into the season. And then most importantly, how unanimous the decision was. 
Like the way I'm trying to frame this is like things that if someone would have told you at the start of the year, you'd have been like, wow. I mean, you have to start there. It was unanimous. So the Vegas odds for would like Frost getting fired before the buyout clause was done in October, whatever. October 1st. That was like, uh, it seems crazy. It would have been crazy talk even a month before the season. Crazy talk. Yeah. When it happened, it didn't seem quite as crazy. And uh, and then, like, as time goes by, you kind of went, yeah, whatever. You know? I don't know what, what would have surprised me more, that it, that it didn't work with Frost or that it was so unanimous for him to be fired. Well, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't obvious to me for four years. No, and I know, but I'm saying when it came time to make that call, yeah. even two staunch... Frost supporters were like, got to do it. You couldn't argue anymore. Like that. That's why you know it was like yeah, a decision you had that no had to be more made. Arguments. You couldn't argue and you right. couldn't defend anything anymore because it became obvious. Right. It was non-obvious for four years, even though a lot of signs were pointing that direction. It just wasn't clear to me. Right. And then it just became clear. And and that's. But yeah, I think if you, you say, to start there. Yeah. The 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 if you're looking at the biggest surprises the fact that he got fired that early no question was shockingly surprising i and this is shame on me because i mean i'm also the guy that put omar manning in my top five most important huskers in his first year oh, on this. so God. i buy into things like that but i really really bought into this pass rush i really thought mathis caleb tanner and garrett nelson would be legit they rank in the nine. They rank ninety third in the country in sacks heading into this weekend. Like, I I'm pretty surprised at their lack of impact. The Nick Bob Podcast is powered by Runza. You know there are a lot of ways to to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is what's popping. Well, here's the thing. That greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now. Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little bite-sized, delicious, all-white meat chicken that make any day better immediately. I love them. My wife loves them. My kids cannot get enough. Two-year-old Mac, six-year-old Mava are constantly wanting to get it popping. Great for a snack, great for a meal. Pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet Earth, and you are set. All I got to say is you need to get out to a Runza location nearest you and get it popping. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it popping with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. And they're not bad players. That's the part that's that's interesting about them. Like, like Nelson's been a, like, he's been a really good player. Mathis has been fine. He hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been productive. Yeah. He hasn't changed the game at all. And that's the part that's... I forget he's even out there half the time. He's not out there as much. Tanner plays over him in the crunch time plays. Like, he's a rotational defensive end. He's not... He was never the game changer. I mean, Nick, we want him back. You want Mathis back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. It's just, though... We had built. I mean, Mathis had sacks was the song of the year. You 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 reserved that for. I want to rex you up. Yes, like rush right. rush 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 with Sue. Yeah, yeah. Like 
You that's I wrote a, high, a song about that's it. That's high praise. Yeah, high I thought, praise. I, I know. You don't just write anybody a song. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Trey Palmer got to go. I know he didn't get a song, but Mathis got a song. So I would say I'm. Sur- I was surprised at that. Yeah. Um, how good and how valuable Casey Thompson is. I remember yeah. we did our preseason, one of our preseason pods, and we wrote down like biggest questions or whatever. And you wrote down one of the questions of like, how good is Casey Thompson? I didn't know. I, I didn't know. At the start of the year, we all asked the question, are we sure Casey Thompson's good? I, okay, now here's, here's a tougher question. And I will say this. Do you think he's better than Adrian? I'm going to say yes. I, and maybe I am just like, will always, you're always going to be prisoner of the moment with that. He's a, he's a better, I trust him throwing the ball more. That's, that, that's how I feel. I feel like if the game's on the line and him and Adrian are standing there and I go, who's taking the ball? I'm giving it to Casey Thompson. Yeah. And they're close. It's not that because, because what Casey get like they they both Casey can do things that that Adrian can't, and Adrian can do things that Casey can't. Yeah, a little in terms bit more. of running and and all those sorts of things. But yeah, I I'm I feel like I'm leaning towards. I mean, just the thought exercise for people listening. It's two minutes left. It's a tie game. You're getting the ball. At the twenty yard line, you got to go eighty yards against a good defense. You're the you're you're the you're the coach. You Casey Thompson and and Adrian Martinez are standing right in front of you. Who do you pick to to take the team out to win that game? I think I'm taking Casey. Thompson. That's what I'm saying. It it the longer this year went on, I just feel it's a gut thing. Adrian's winning down. He yeah, was winning down yeah. at Kansas State. Like he's proven that he can win against right. you know quality teams in the right situation. I just think Casey has shown me the ability to make throws under pressure, under any circumstance, and I go, "Wow, yeah. pretty impressive." Yes, and with an O line that's arguably oh, worse than what Martinez Martinez was dealing with some bad lines. This too. one's worse than this anything. one's worse than that. Yes. And Casey's. Taking shots, he's hung in there. Uh, I think Adrian's tough. I think Casey's tough, uh, but Casey, I just think has a a different sort of demeanor that I think I go. I think that's my kind of guy, right? And again, let's not. Casey Thompson hasn't been Joe Montana, you know, he's but he's a, pretty damn good. I he's guess been good. We we were heading into the year, we weren't out on Casey Thompson. We just were like, are we are we sure? Because Adrian was Adrian set a pretty good bar. You yeah. know, it was a pretty good bar, but it was a it was a bar with a lot of losses, which that's made what he's hard. got going against him. Is like we also have Casey, you know the whole the, the hypothetical scenario. It's like well, we saw Adrian in that scenario lose twenty times. Yeah, so naturally you'd hand the ball to, but but it's also not just about the track record of Adrian. It's about just what I see and feel with Casey. Yeah. So yeah. and Kate, but Casey hasn't won that much either. I mean, in the end, Casey's won. Th- he's won three games. Yeah. So, I mean, he hasn't won that much more. But I feel like the start of the year was the defense's fault. You know, we right. lost we lost th- two of those games that were just like the, the offense did their part. And then he got hurt against, was he it got, Illinois? He got hurt against yeah. Illinois. Yep, so, he's, so then he misses two games there. But, um, you know, for the most part, they he did his job against Purdue too. Yeah. You know, I, he did his job against Purdue. Oklahoma was the letdown game. 
Uh, but then he beats Indiana and he beats Rutgers. Rutgers. So, you know, it's like the the games that we lost, I think he's earned probably six wins with his right. performance this year. Right. And the defense was just so bad in those games. Other things that have been surprising. I got to I gotta just mention it one more time. Frost onside kick up 11 in the third quarter in the Northwestern game. Like, I st- it's still, it is still, it's on the short list and it's not like I have a, a top, uh, the top of my head. I, I can't, it's it's one of the worst coaching decisions I've ever seen in my Co- life. It cost him his job. It cost him his job. Yeah. If he doesn't if he doesn't make that kick, I mean, maybe we win, maybe we don't win. But we probably win. And he doesn't get fired until it maybe in October or yeah, something it, like it's that. It's going until October. Yeah. That kick sealed his fate probably. Yes. It put it in a microwave and then he lo- then he about loses North North Dakota, then loses to Georgia Southern. I mean, it was over. It was done. Yeah. It was done. Uh I've been surprised at Mickey Joseph becoming a viable candidate for the job. And listen, he still might get it. But imagine someone telling you in July, hey, you know, a lot of fans are going to want Mickey to be the head coach in 2023. And when Trevin, like even when Trevin announced him as the interim coach in that moment, I did not, I did not ever think he was a real candidate. And maybe, maybe he's not like, you know, what's funny about this is we assume that he is maybe Trev in his office is like, I never have considered this guy. And maybe, I don't know. Here, but, here's, but you have to take him seriously after the the fan reaction. I mean, right. like in the end, like, you know, in the, uh, you're never going to look at what the fans, how the fans feel and not take it seriously. And I think Trev probably feels that way. Um, here's what's hard is usually interim coaches take over later in the year right to give them three games yeah and then it's just like it's a patchwork and i would have probably said who are they going to give it to probably whip because he's the most experienced and has been a head coach um like this is before the season you would have said that maybe but mickey was assistant head coach Mm -hmm. right um and it was such an early firing that mickey actually had this like for a guy that no head coaching experience at the college level he all of a sudden got this real job interview. So, like I said, maybe it was yeah. There's a little bit of that. Real, it was a maybe unique it was. set of circumstances. But, but the but. circumstances were so unique that Mickey's uh, Mickey's moment be- became something bigger than what it could have been at the end of the year. Very, very you know much. What I'm saying agree. like yeah. if you got three games to go, yeah, it would, there, would, just, there just wasn't enough time for people to get Mickey fever. Up. Yeah, they got. It had so much time that Mickey almost had his whole. He right. got to have a whole Big Ten season. Yeah, you know, he got to have the whole season to be like, this is my resume as a head coach, and the hype train got took off after Oklahoma. Right? I mean, it was big. Yeah, lose to Oklahoma, but then we win two games, and everybody was like. It was being flipped right there where it was like, but then, then you just, you know, we haven't won since. And right. then that's sort of like is, is put a damper on it. Um, but it is a unique circumstance. I think that put Mickey in the position to go on this like meteoric, like Nebraska popularity rise, like right. boom, like, because I didn't think, especially the fact that we had just, we being Nebraska media fans, like it, it just had a former Husker, come back and be the coach. I guess I just didn't think that former Husker thing would have as much pull on people's emotion as it would. It'd be like, you know, you were dating a cheerleader. You've always wanted to date a cheerleader. You broke up with her, and then there's another cheerleader, and you're just as excited about, dude, I'm dating a cheerleader. It's like, dude, you just dated a cheerleader. Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say, Nick, great decision. (laughs) 
but I was surprised. I was like, hey, he's a former player. It's like, well, you just had that. And I, I, I just was, it was surprised how quickly people like got swept off their feet again by like, yeah, yeah I remember when I played and people were like, oh my God. Yeah. It's, uh, so, I, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, uh, we can go deeper on that. Uh, the, I, the other thing I was surprised, the enormous step back on defense early on. Like, it's just amazing to me the side of the ball that carried Nebraska last year being so bad. Remember how bad they were against Georgia Southern? How bad the tackling was? How, Georgia Southern hung 45 points over yeah. 600 yards. Guys wouldn't be touched. Guys would go un. Touched those first four games. I mean, we really there was really a there was just something just terribly wrong with with that. I mean, and, and you know, Chenander did a really did yeah, a good job the last but it year. Is wild. I think he got better as a coordinator as the years went by. Uh, and then something happened. I almost feel like if I had to guess. He was improving each year as a coordinator. And I feel like the other coordinators that, that he played this year figured him out. That that honestly, you know what that's what it that's good because that's kind of what it looked like. Yeah, like he, it, he didn't get worse as a coordinator in terms of like, you know, he's learned more and gotten better at things. But I also think they saw what he did, and they said he's still doing that, right? Because there and were numerous when I when I talk about we're going to attack him like this, the, the, and he didn't adjust. Right, he just couldn't do it because there were some of the untouched stuff was bad tackling, but some of the stuff was like man, perfect play call given what the defense was. Like it just seemed like Nebraska was getting schemed. We were, and bad. we we were get like he became predictable to the coordinators he was going against. And it became like it, it became obvious to me that goes we're not right. we're, That's we're good, not uh, causing doubt in this coordinator and quarterback's mind. They know what's going they're going against. Yes, that's a good and way to put it. When you when you see that, and our fans I think could see it, it you get like a helpless feeling. You're like you go, you, it doesn't matter what you call, they know what you're in. You right. know where the thing you got to give this defensive staff now and and, and you know Coach Bush, Bush. and and the, and the staff is. They've adjusted, and they haven't been world beaters, but they're playing ball. I don't, they're keeping people out of the end zone, and they're making them earn it. You know, and that's what Chins wasn't doing this year. His defenses were just—they were not making anybody earn it. Those right. guys were just picking us apart. But it, it just is amazing to really think about the same group of guys that you saw in the field against Georgia Southern early on, like then go do what they did against Wisconsin on not yeah. that, again, not that it was an amazing performance, but cause that's the other thing I wrote down, just like very rarely in a, in one year does a unit or a side of the ball go from laughably bad to actually pretty solid. Yeah. You know, like I think I remember, I may even said on the pod joking when Chenander was fired, like, Hey man, you could give Bill Belichick and Nick Saban this defense and it ain't going to matter. That's what it appeared like to a certain extent. It did. So matter. you got to probably within this one, you got to probably acknowledge Bill Bush and the job he's doing that, that you kind of said, like, but it, it's just, and then even the, the, within that, the tackling, just like, I, I'm amazed at 
Remember how when Frost first got here, how he would kind of look down his nose and and be like, I can't believe how soft this place got yeah. and how and and then it got fit. Like Nebraska was like much more physical and then for it to just fall apart in this last year initially. Now they're they're a lot more physical now. The tackling's gotten better. Yeah. I really haven't seen too many bad missed tackles in a while. Not, no, not not recently, no. I, I I don't know. I mean, there's a lot to it. I think, uh, I also think we probably do better in cold weather. Yeah. In a lot of ways because it just slows games down. It's harder to throw. And, um, you know, it's been a mucky couple of weeks, but like it's been actually better for this defense. I think they were struggling in, you know, wide open heat. I know it was early in the year. Right. We were being picked on. They were scheming us. And, um, so I think there was a lot of things that went wrong, but yeah, it, it you got to give them credit for at least battling back under the circumstances. And, and yes, yeah. So uh, I will say the things that I'm not all that surprised about is the offensive line struggling. I was concerned about that heading in. I wasn't sold on Rayola heading in, so I'm not too surprised on that. Yeah. Uh, the defensive line struggles. That position was thin. Losing snacks, still in Rodgers. You knew it was going to be a problem. And then I also would say, I'm not surprised that special teams got to where it's respectable. You figured with Bush coaching it initially, with all the new specialists, it would get back to where it's not a, a laughing stock. We have not had a... No, we had one block. One line. punt blocked. We had one punt blocked. We have not had a field goal blocked. Had an extra point blocked. We did. We had one. Okay. But really, no kickoff returns. No. Punt returns still. It's more the punting and the field goal kicking that have been. I mean, Connor Better. Culp got to where he was just like, I mean, he was, again, he was on the bus stop and the, bus the water was just splashing him after every single game. Like, Bleak Road has made a, pretty much a lot of his kicks. Bushini has punted it okay for the most part. It, let me ask you something about. Our boy Martin back there. Is he not allowed to return it? I mean, I'm serious. Has he returned Has one? he returned a punt this the year? The only fair catches. Like, this is what I don't understand. This, like... Oh, I've, don't get me started on this. I've, I've, I have gone on many a rant. You're game of football. Like, it's a whole season goes by and you don't try to return one. You can't tell me there's not opportunity. There was one. He caught it on the 10 that last drive in the fourth quarter. He had 10 yards to to make a move. Right. You know, get the ball and get out, get 15 yards, get them out of their own end zone. Like, I swear he's back there to when they, because there are times when they trot some, you know, they trot Trey Palmer back there uh, at times. Palmer's there to return. Palmer's there. To, so it's almost like they're, they're telegraphing what they're like. If Martin goes back there, it's fair catch. But he's back there most of the time. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I, I just find it like you can't tell me he's not good enough to catch the ball, and make a move, and run. Like, why doesn't he do it? Like, why? Why is he? Like, do they tell is him he explicitly not to? told don't do it? I wonder. I wonder if they say most of the time just fair just catch. catch it. It. We don't. But see, that's such a like. I just. I don't. Know. Well, that's why. I'm, that's why I will say back to the nice. game. I was Tommy Hill returning the last kick was probably the wrong move. You probably would rather have him fair catch it, save Never. the time. Make why, a play. why am I like, I, he wants to make a play and you respect it because it takes guts. It takes guts to want to make a play. That's kind of a scary play too. I just, of all the things 
that have been maddening this season and make you go crazy. Like the one shining bright spot. I enjoy every kickoff with Tommy Hill so much. I mean, he should be, he, I shouldn't, people should, I shouldn't like love the guy because like he started as a corner. He struggled so much that they moved him to the other side of the ball. Now they've just said, just return kicks. And he's like, I will return. Not, not only will I return kick, not only will I return kick, I will return everything. Okay, kick. I, I mean, everything. You want to talk about part of the defensive problems? Tommy Hill was like, oh, I was going to say, hey. I, I was going to say, you know what, one of, one of the big adjustments was get him off, get him the, off field. the field. Yeah. As sad as that is to say, I mean, he just, he, he didn't get it. No. I think he wanted to. Ret- I think I. I think we've said like he struck me as like he was an offensive-minded guy playing defense, and it just doesn't work if that's yeah. the case. You play defense like now. You were a guy. Well, the other thing I loved about you as a defender is like your mindset was like I'm going to go get the ball. Yeah, you should. You should think that way. <laughs> I love that about you. Where it's like you you would go try and get the ball, but you also were like willing to do the meat and potatoes. Like okay, I got to set the edge here. I got to oh, yeah. go like but get I a guy. Some people but, I don't understand. Like this is the game. It's like the part of the game is like get the ball. None of the other stuff matters. If you get the ball, it doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> right. You want to go play six more plays or just get the ball out now? <laughs> like get the freaking ball out. I love it. So you're my favorite player of all time. That's so good. People um, don't think about the game. Like, no. They don't think through things like but that. But Tommy Hill, I, I mean, again, it's probably on paper. Every analytic would be like, our studies show that you are supposed to <laughs> fair catch that. But I don't know. Tommy's like, well, what if I'd have returned it for a touchdown? But see, like, if, he, if he could have got to like the 40 yard line, that's the, to me, that's worth, it's worth that potential. Cause then you just have to get, if he hits the portal, I'm going to be sad. Just because I want, I want him back. I want that guy returning kicks for the rest of my life. Okay, just for let, okay. Selfish let's, reasons. let's talk our just let's talk portal talk. Trey Palmer, I, I don't know where his pro stock is. I feel like after that one game, it was like he's first round, but now it's like this reality. I mean, at this point, it was just like, who would you rather have? You could either have Jerry Wright, Randy Moss, or Trey Palmer. Who are you taking? You'd be like, Pfft. I mean, it was tough. He had a big. Oh, he was unbelievable. He's human. He's human. But if, Trey Palmer, Casey. Casey Thompson, yep. Anthony Grant. Palmer. Those are three guys that have eligibility, right? I, I don't know if Grant does. Does he not? Because he I don't, did two I'm so years. hard with COVID. Like, COVID's like becomes like algebra. They'd be like, A Nick. squared plus B squared equals one more year. I don't, <laughs> I don't, for some reason, I don't think, ah, but did he walk? I don't think so. I think he's got another year. You can't tell me with COVID that everybody can't it go. It seems like year. everybody's got another year. Kind of amazing. You could just keep playing forever. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, okay, let's, he might. Okay, let's just say this, though, between Palmer, Casey Thompson, Grant, Hartzog, I'm with you, I think Hausman, you feel like you could be like, what if we offered you a cheese runza? He'd be like, I'm so- staying, I'm staying. But, I mean, uh, Reimer's if you're from Columbus, back, Nebraska, yeah. it's like, where are you going to go? Reimer, Carney? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're staying I'm transferring here. to UNK. But, I mean, let's say the the linebacks are back. Nelson is an interesting one because Nelson technically has an extra year. And I don't know what Nelson's stock is. What do you – I mean, I think the big thing – he'd have to be a pass – you'd be drafting – if you're going to draft Nelson, you're drafting him to rush the passer. See, he's kind of a tweener on the NFL level because he would not be an NFL pass rusher. And he's not really an NFL linebacker either. He's sort of, that's where his, he might be a guy that could make hundreds of thousands of dollars next year in Nebraska. Yes. And I, I think he's a guy that 
you could convince to obviously come back. You could okay. be a team We're, captain. Nelson makes the list. Uh, O'Shawn Mathis, all signs before the year pointed to him not coming back. He was just going to try to go pro. Um, but would he test well? Would he be that guy that would go put on spandex and people would be like, holy smokes, look at the butt on that. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Actually, I don't know how well he tests, but he's 6'5". He's got six, six, five long arms and... He That's right. He, I can see him going out there and seducing people. Like, yeah, he's a guy that probably is like a mid to late round draft pick, but he's a guy that could also improve his stock if he had a good year. So, is he making the list? The the he's making the list. Oh, I think he's making the list because okay. Tanner's out. Um, and then Ty Robinson, I think, will be coming back, which we actually really need him to Let's come back. Make sure we better. make a note to talk to Ty. Okay, got him on the list. Um, and then you got. The DBs, I think, Hartzog, Hartzog's got to come back. He's going to come back. Farmer will be back. What about Newsom? Newsom, he's got a he's got a year. He'll probably mistaken. be back. Yeah, he'll probably be back. Let's write it. Let's have him make. You need like you need you need. I'm not Newsom's guys, yeah. not you know Daryl Rivas, but like you want him back. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd Buford will be back. He got hurt. By the way, they wouldn't show. It must have been so bad they wouldn't show it. Yeah, was it I was it know. his ACL or did he break his? Because it didn't look like his leg was in an air cast. He didn't look like he was hurt. He, he looked, looked like he was incredibly happy to be carted off the field. I think he's one of those guys that like he's like a he's real tough and he's like I don't feel pain. Whatever you know, he's like he was acting like that. I mean, yeah, he was or, out there like he was like he was like pointing. He was just like I'm going in for Coco, <laughs> Coco. You understand me? It's so hot. <laughs> like what was that? He seemed so. It was like someone was like we got Coco and he's like stiff. Well, they love. I mean, all the coaches love him. He's one of those guys. That okay, they that love makes me him. Like, all right. Yeah. I'm in on Buford. I don't know why. Um, I mean, he's making the list, even though I, I don't even know what this list means. Is this list is our super secret? We got to make sure. We like, got to make sure we keep these guys. We have to say, come on, don't leave. Don't leave. Come on. Okay, so Buford makes the list. Yep. Um, like Fedoni wouldn't leave, would he? Even though, like, we need to. I mean, who knows with this guy? We uh, before I die, Fedoni's going to play tight end for. Nebraska. We need him to play tight end for Nebraska one year. Um, <laughs> He made the list. Um, Marcus Washington, he, we got a few more first downs to point. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to let us know? We got a first down the I never know. I never know, but he'll let us know He's for sure. pretty good. Yeah, we want him. I, I want would, him. I would, Marcus. <laughs> uh, Gabe Irvin, I love the guy. If we could just give him like 10 carries in a game. I'd love to give him 10 carries. I mean, again. I'm he he. I want Irvin back. I think. Yeah. Give him Tim cares. Uh, AJ Allen. Yeah, AJ, that's right. He's coming back. You forget about that dude. That, that dude was his, good. That dude's there. Like y'all remember me? I'm all that in a bag of chips. That guy like, was. You are all that in a bag of chips. See, he's a tough one though because he came with the one coach. Yeah, with Applewhite. So you wonder if Applewhite's like him and Applewhite are gonna like Thelma and Louise this thing go to Chimney see Rock you. and just like. Yep. See ya. We're going together. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Have you ever uh, seen that movie? Yeah. Why are they there? They killed somebody. Uh, Spoiler alert for Thelma and Louise, but you just tell me. I don't. So why were they where they were? I can't remember which one was Thelma and which one was Louise, but uh, Susan Sarandon, she did she, she didn't No, She didn't. I don't understand why they they started robbing. They started like robbing places. Okay. And then they were going to get, Oh no. I think there was like a, a guy was like, Groping one of them, I think she shot 
Maybe she shot one of the guys. Uh, and then, so they were on bar, the run for that some guy murder. was like, yeah, like going after her friend. So she shot the, the, the this guy at some like parking lot of bar. And so then they start like robbing things and, and just, you know. At that point, they were like, screw it. Screw Let's it. Just yeah. go over the cliff. Just keep going, you know. Is that how the movie it ends with them going over the cliff? They drive off the cliff and the, the it ends, spoiler alert, the car in midair and it freezes. It's kind of a good movie, actually. It's pretty good. Was Brad Pitt in that movie? Yeah, Pitty Pitty showed up. And Pitty showed up, took off his shirt, and they were like, check out the butt on this. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Uh, so, AJ Allen. By the way, can I tell you something? My wife last night, we're watching, we just flipped through, Saturday Night Live comes on. Yeah. And it's this Irish guy, like, doing this thing, and, like, and, you know, he goes, oh, my buddy Colin Farrell, and Colin Farrell walks, like, walks on, and starts talking, and starts, and my she wife. She was loving it was like giddy oh my god she's like oh my god he looks he looks just like he did 20 years ago oh my god. Like, you know like <laughs> i was like i was like down girl down, down yeah like calm down easy calm girl down. Yeah. whoa you know right. like like whoa you see like there's certain guys right that can make women just like yes you know, usually like, brad rub Pitt their is hair that, like yeah. hit Colin Farrell's got the, On got the, the low, accent. Uh, John Stamos, as my daughter Mava's gotten back in the full house stay uncle jesse has caused my wife. So Jensen. So Jensen is. Sees, but she likes a little more like a little man, rougher. Yeah. Like because because really John State Uncle Jesse is kind of a pretty boy. What's funny yeah. is he's a pretty boy. But he initially was like this bad boy he wore leather and rode a Harley. But he would like no <laughs> facial hair. Like you know he was yeah. made out as the bad boy. But he's not at all. Because yeah, he rode a Harley. Really a bad boy. No. Know. But Stamos. Stamos. Yeah. Okay. But Jensen's down She's for, down some for Uncle, Uncle Jesse. Jesse. She's down for some Uncle Jesse at this point. Wow. Uncle Jesse, great character. Yeah. Love him. Uh, AJ oh. Allen, Thelma Louise with Brian Applewhite. We need to keep AJ Allen. And then he, Teddy and Cochran still, in terms of the offensive line, got to keep before them. Before I die, Teddy, Teddy Pennyass down is going to have all season of pinning people down. Yeah. Uh, uh, Noelle will be back too. Yes. Right? So he was penciled in as a starting guard. Um, so basically, if you got those three. Um, I mean, they haven't like, I think the best version of next year's line probably has, you know, Teddy Cochran at one guard and New Elliott, a guard or a center, right? right. Like those guys are probably, I, I liked our year starting out with like Cochran and uh, well, you Teddy don't on have, the same even side. Even whoever you bring in, you don't want to have brand new line. No, no. Uh, and then, and then there, like Henrich is coming back. Henrich. Henrich will be back. But now here's the problem. It's like Houseman's been playing so well. Like, you mean think about that. Houseman is going to be hard to keep off the field next year. If you're Henrich, Henrich is the team guy. Like he'll he'll be a rotational guy. But like, is Reimer Reimer done? No, Reimer's got another year. I think you need to make sure Reimer, Houseman, and Henrich are all. They're all going to be playing. They're all they're here. all back too. Yeah, yeah. You got and those three might be on the field all at the same time, depending. Uh, I'd have no doubt that um, uh, Isaac Gifford will be back. Yeah, come on. And he's become, I mean, he's, that's a, a I love he had a great tackle at like the two or he's whatever. He's gotten way better as like, he is now becoming solid, like a solid dude by the end of his first, like true year playing. Uh, so he'll be a, like, he's a guy that's sneaky, going to be very valuable going forward. So here's, here's our list. Palmer, Casey Thompson, Grant, question mark. Is he, does he have eligibility? We don't know. We want him back anyways. Hartsaw, Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, Ty Robinson, Quentin Newsom, Buford, Fedoni, Washington, Irvin, Allen, 
Teddy Penuass down, Nerlens Noeli, Nick Henrich, Reimer, Hausman, Gifford. Yeah, so that so you can tell there's about. But what's funny is we're we're falling victim to the same thing of like this this these guys won three games. Yes, but, but it's like, I, but you, you want them just even if they're backups, like even if Hartzog has to be a backup or if Newsom has to be a backup or Farmer has to be a backup, like you want to keep them as a part of your team. You just don't want them to be like your best player, right? Yeah. So yeah, you want you know Teddy and Cochran on your team, right? You don't want them to be like head and shoulders your best player. Yet we need now probably four other linemen that can play so that those guys are rotational guys. I mean, Teddy will be a starting tackle. But between Cochran and Nuelli, like maybe they get on the field if if they get good enough, you know? Right. Or, um, you know, if, if Nelson and Mathis and Robinson can improve more, it might be hard to keep them off the field, right? right? They've been good enough, but... It's like you just, you also, it's going to be O-line. It's going to be some interior defensive lineman depth. Like, you got to get a couple of dudes to help out Robinson. I mean, <clears throat> right. He, he's a guy that doesn't need to play every snap. He's good in bursts, but, like, he had no help this year on that interior D-line. There's a lot of guys we just listed, though. But the D, DBs, we need DBs, Nick. We need, like, three other DBs. I, I mean, are D, like, you can go find portal DBs, you think? I don't know. You can. It's hard, though. It's just, like, hard to, like, can you find a... Like a true starter, like there's not that like many there's true running starters. backs and wide receivers in the portal. That's that's where it's at. Quarterbacks, maybe yeah. There's there's a couple yeah. When you get down to like you know option eighteen of the portal, you're like, I completed a pass once. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy, some so guy is sitting there looking real serious. He's like, "Welcome aboard." <laughs> we got our what guy. do you tell us about? We got sir? our guy. <laughs> I completed a pass one time. Welcome to Nebraska. We've got our guy. We found our guy. We found him. Feel really good about it. He completed a pass. What can you say? Can't argue with him. But it's gonna be. <laughs> I can- Pleaded a pass once. One time I threw one and it went where it was supposed to. What do you think? We got ourselves a deal. Look, we got ourselves a goddamn Now, deal. I ain't never thrown the ball, but I sure did take a couple snaps back in high school. <laughs> Handed it off. No problem. Should have seen it. Pretty special. <laughs> what do you think? We got ourselves a deal. Damn right we got we ourselves got a deal. deal. <laughs> but so you can find QBs and you're like the top five or six QBs find a running back, find a wide receiver. Just the D linemen, O linemen are hard. This is where like, okay, we probably Even linebackers four. might be hard. Yeah, I think, but I think we're okay. At like we're at, you bring we're back okay. Reimer, uh, Houseman How, and Henrich. It's like, yeah, we should be fine there. Um, if Nelson comes back, I mean, I, Mathis, I feel like, I just have no idea where I'd that guy's I would think it. he's gone, but I, I don't know that. what that, I again. Interesting. He's an interesting case, but he you know, he also, I think he made some money here. I mean, obviously, he. Well, that's your that's your point, too. Like, a guy like Garrett Nelson, it's like, it might be more lucrative for you to go stay here for another year. That's what I mean. Like, uh, I, I know he can make some money. That's where Trey, Trey Palmer could make some money if he's not an NFL, you know, yeah. guaranteed guy yet. 
he could make a lot of money. But it's the hard for Palmer because he he's probably going okay. I can make a lot of money in a lot of places. Well, and, and he's probably thinking, okay, who's going to be the coach? Who's going to be my quarterback? Because he Nick, he found out life with Casey Thompson was pretty sweet. Without Casey Thompson, his life sucked. Yeah, so that's, that's where keeping Mickey, no matter what, it, right? It's where you got to keep Mickey as the assistant head coach. If Mickey's if he doesn't out, get if the Mickey's guy, out, Trey's out. Well, yeah, Mickey, I mean, Mickey and Trey are probably going to Thelma Louise. They're going to. Oh, they are. They're going to be like. It's going to be AJ Allen, Applewhite, Mickey, and Trey Palmer. They're all just going to. They're going to go over the cliff together. Back to LSU. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> so there. So yeah. So that's a lot. But. It's important, guys, to to keep in the fold here. That's going to have to happen quick. I know it's like, geez, guys, you got one more game. It's but it's these things got to be like, got to get your ducks in a row right now. And Nick, it's going to happen fast too. I mean, this is like we got we got two weeks, and then the I think is that portal window window start it was December fifth. Yeah, I mean, so it's two weeks. So two I mean, that's pretty, yeah, three weeks, three weeks from pretty much three yeah. two weeks twentieth today two two weeks. It's on and popping, dog. It's on and popping. Anything else we're we're missing with that that game? I'd say that I I've done a podcast. Uh, once. I've done it one time. <laughs> I one time played quarterback. No, that's. I mean, I I think we covered it all, didn't we? I think we did. Nebraska. <sighs> Nebraska. Lost. Not good. Black Friday. Black Friday. Iowa. I mean, are we? I guess do we have to? Uh, we got to find a. It's a little Thanksgiving. We have to do a little Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving pot. You know, yeah. we, I remember one year we did a we did Thanksgiving food power rankings. Maybe we need to do that again, and uh, then we'll we get, and then we, we got to have our final final <coughs> coach pod. Like, who's going to be the coach? We got. We're going to take some listen to the rumors more seriously. Um, we're going to really. I, we have to make our official prediction. Our official. Final we've heard, list. Yeah, because we've heard a lot of rule. We've heard, I mean, Dion's been ruled out. Leopold, Leopold and Rule have been the two biggins. Um, I mean, obviously Mickey still, but besides Mickey, I mean, God Country Option, I haven't heard much about Yeah, him God lately. Country Option has gone quiet on me it's a little bit. Quiet. Um, but yeah, I think right now between Rule and Leopold, it seems like is one and B in terms of front runners and. So we need to have an like the official like the pick is in like we're sending in the pick of yeah. There's we maybe need to do an official pick of who we think it's going to be and then maybe who we would want it to be. And it feels hard because we don't want to ever be caught into a situation where it's like it's you hard. said you didn't want me. I I think we shouldn't do that because they, they'll never come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we won't do that. But we'll have to have we need to have one final like real hard. Coach Pop. Yeah. Okay. I think we just, yeah, we got we to gotta feel out the rumors. We got to feel out. Yeah, we got to feel it all what's out. What's out there? All right. Well, yep. Nebraska loses 15 to 14 Black Friday. Uh, we'll be back. A little coffee or wine pod. I don't know. but uh, I will be on the road, so I might be zooming in. Ooh, I like it. Yes. I like it. You can drink tea from your Zoom. Okay. I will. Okay. All right. Well, it's like you got to go to bed. It's 830 on a Sunday night. Let's go home and. and Thelma and, Louise and, this thing out of here. <laughs>